Welcome to the Short Term Rentals Podcast. Here we share all of the latest news, opinion and intelligence from across the burgeoning short-term vacation rental space, along with thought-provoking interviews with industry leaders. My name is Paul Stevens, editor of Short-Term Rentals and host of this week's episode. For episode 29 of the Short-Term Rentals Podcast, I'm thrilled to be speaking to Michael Golden, Director of Business Development at Noiseware, about his company's upcoming launch in the UK, how cities are moving towards noise ordinances for a sustainable future in tourism, and the latest noise monitoring trends. This episode is kindly sponsored by Flywire. So welcome to the Short Term Rentals podcast, Michael. Thrilled to be speaking with you again today. Um, I'm going to start off by asking you just to please introduce yourself to our audience, uh, Noise Aware and the services you provide in the short-term rental industry. Yeah, Paul, thanks for having me again. Always a pleasure. Love what you guys have uh, continued to build out over at Short-Term Rentals. Thank you. I didn't even pay you to say that either. <laughs> <laughs> Peers paid me. Peers paid me. Um, so NoiseAware is privacy-safe noise monitoring designed as a result of a house party that happened back in 2015 at the rental property of, of our co-founder, David Kraus. And what we're here to do and solve is really the sustainable tourism, particularly in urban markets for uh, allowing neighbors and short-term rentals to coexist uh, in, in a way that is beneficial to everybody. And noise is not limited just to parties. Of course, that's the worst case scenario. In our data, that happens only once in every 200 or so reservations. But what's really the bigger problem is just noise. And noise can come from a single person or, or two with music too loud. Um, it can come from you know, small groups that, uh, that just are really excited to see one another. And the more neighbors complain, the worse regulations become and the worse regulations become, the more risk it is for all of our businesses. So there's really a big trickle down effect of what seems like something fairly small, which is you know, noise, particularly in short term rentals, and it has just a really big, profound effect uh, industry-wide. Thank you, Michael. And um, of course, lots of us in the industry have heard of NoiseAware before, and we've reported on you a number of times. But I believe you're, um, you've got some exciting news that you're preparing for in the UK. So what can you tell us uh, at this precise moment in time? Absolutely. Well, we can officially announce that we are open for business in the UK. Uh, we've been running some betas uh, over the past six months or so with some key companies uh, in the UK. And um, you know, our official coming out party is going to be uh, part of the book direct and the uh, short stay uh, event in uh, London. So we're excited to to finally make the jump across the pond and uh, plans for the broader uh, European market um, shortly thereafter. But for now, uh, property managers in the UK, 
Uh, we've, we've worked with 11 out of the top 12 in the US. We've done this since 2015. Uh, and we're very much looking forward to, to making connections and working with a lot of you guys. And, and of course, whilst we're here as well, we should mention that Short Term Rentals is a media partner for both the Book Direct Show and Short Stay Summit. So really looking forward to both of those events happening in September and in person as well. Um, uh, now, Michael, in April, you also announced your $8 million Series A funding round. So it's exciting times for noise there. But uh, as well as your international expansion, how else is this uh, investment being utilised? Yeah, good question. Uh, certainly exciting times, especially when you can get investors like uh, Thayer Ventures bought into your mission. Um, they're certainly a leader in, uh, in the travel space with investments in, in companies like Muse and Sonder and, and ourselves. Um, so a lot of the money is, is really towards beefing up, uh, continuing the, to make the product better and better, easier for everybody to use, building out uh, full-blown integrations, and growing the team. Um, you know, this time last year, we were around the 20-person headcount. Um, we're, we're definitely more than double that at this point. Um, so we've got a lot more bandwidth to take on bigger and, and better projects. Um, and also really support uh, the growth both domestically and internationally. So um, we're, we're really excited about the, the funding that came in earlier this year. And so far, um, you know, it's just really been record month after record month, uh, which is, is great to see. It's really, really encouraging to hear. And of course, talking and making some noise. And <laughs> <laughs> how um uh, i hope you like that segment there but um, <laughs> how how are you seeing more cities moving towards uh noise ordinances because i know this is something you're big on um if we're looking ahead for a sustainable future in tourism yeah so to, to be clear we're, we may not necessarily take the stance that we're really big on noise ordinances uh we'd much prefer the market adopt it on its own and then take that to city hall and show how they're being responsible it's much better to be in that position than to be negotiating on what limits or, or bans you have constraints you have on operating short-term rentals uh, but at the end of the day we've done a, a handful of pilots uh, in, in conjunction with uh, a number of cities across the u.s and the data has been uh, quite frankly, even better than, than we had uh, anticipated. In La Quinta, uh, California, right outside of Palm Springs, we did a noise pilot and 80% of their noise issues uh, are coming from outside. Every house out there has a pool, it's 100 degrees outside uh, or, or more. And for, for you guys in the UK, that's in the 40s, it's, it's really bad. Um, so, what we were able to do is, is identify the noise quickly, uh, notify the, the owners to then contact guests. And what we saw is a cohort of 25 properties that were the worst offenders of noise complaints, uh, accounting for a total of 80 noise complaints the previous year. 
And we cut that down to four total complaints in, uh, in a four month span. And within those four, only two were verifiable via data. So a massive, massive decrease in the volume of complaints coming from those properties as a result of identifying and resolving the problem. And with those results, there's, there's a lot of studies that have come to us recently um, and just wanting to understand more about it. Some want to look at mandates, some want to look at ways of incentivizing um, their constituents to adopt it without mandating it. Uh, and really, you know, ultimately that's what we want is, is people to want to, to use the product and know its value. Um, mandates drive sales, yes, but at the end of the day, um, you know, the person needs to be using the product and, and uh, want to make sure that their neighbors are, are not their noise detectors, mm -hmm. because until NoiseWare came around, neighbors were the noise detectors. <laughs> so luckily there's technology out there that can uh, identify and resolve that, and that's what we've built in the market. And that's, that's relevant to my next question as well, because I guess now that we're starting to see COVID restrictions beginning to ease, and I, I know there's still talk of uh, Delta variant going around, but um, what are some of the noise monitoring trends that you're observing personally in, in the short-term rental industry? Perhaps this in terms of maybe where these excessive noise events or even parties are occurring or, or the frequency of them. What are your, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, good question. So in the height of COVID, in the height of the lockdowns and the restrictions and everything, uh, we did some reporting last year that parties in short terminals were, were up almost 50%. Mm -hmm. So historically, parties happen one in every 200 reservations. But during last summer in particular, it was about one in every 110 reservations. And I remember you contributing to some of the stories or features that we ran on on short-term rentals as well yeah and, and it makes sense right you know a lot of the hotels were closed nightclubs restaurants bars sporting events concerts all that's closed and, and humans are social creatures so what better place to go than to a short-term rental um, <laughs> for better or worse definitely for worse but uh, it's it's something that we've seen continue, but luckily not at the extremes that we saw last summer. The numbers are, are slightly higher than the, the one in 200 reservations, but not, not anywhere near twice as frequent. Um, now that said, in certain markets uh, that are mandating uh, like vaccine cards to get into a restaurant or to get into a concert, those markets do have uh, higher rates of incidences. Uh, because again, you're limiting uh, people's ability to go out and socialize. Um, those that are, are not vaccinated yet, uh, particularly you know, the younger crowds that are going to be more the problem in the, in the rentals anyway. So we do see it. Uh, it's, it's more pocketed this summer than it was last summer. And uh, you know, in terms of what we see happening next, you know, if, if restrictions and lockdowns happen again, you know, we're going to fall right back into where we were last summer. Uh, if they remain open, the, the good news is 
you know, most of our clients, especially in the US, have had record years. Uh, the amount of pent up demand for travel, particularly into short term rentals, has been extremely high. Uh, we, we expect that leisure group to continue on, and the leisure group is typically the ones that are going to be more problematic when it comes to noise versus the business travelers. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, we expect the elevation of incidents to, to stay uh, for the foreseeable future until you know, big return of business travel. Mm. And then finally, what advice would you have for those, for vacation rental owners in general to maybe limit um, noise disturbances in their properties, particularly now as, as more people start to meet up again? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a few um, tips and tricks, noise aware aside, that uh, I'd like to share. One of them comes from Jasper Rivers. He and I were talking uh, a while back. And what he does is, um, of course, use noise monitoring. But aside from that, he tells the guests that uh, either he or his property manager lives down the street or right around the corner. And that alone helps deter people if they know that they get out of hand that somebody's going to be just right there, right around the corner, whether they are or not. Uh, I think that's a, a cool little tip. Another is, I mean, there's been a lot of news out there about this, but don't accept same day, one night, local reservations. Like the combination of, of those three in and of itself should be an, an absolute no every time. Uh, and really, a combination of two out of those three should be a no. Um, two night minimums, no local bookings, and no same day bookings. Uh, and that should help with uh, the party aspects for sure. And then from the noise standpoint, um, what a lot of our customers do is tell their neighbors that they no longer have to worry about calling them when noise pops up because they are aware of it. And across the tens of thousands of users that we have, the average resolution time is about 21 minutes. Um, most city ordinances say that noise has to be resolved within 30 or 45 minutes. So across every single one of our users, they're well under that threshold. And a majority of them are solving that uh, even faster. Uh, typically, the, the better they are at, at notifying and seeing the issue um, and, and really just reaching out with a hospitality touch point. No one needs to be accusatory or mean. Just a simple reminder of the local rules uh, or the house rules even. And 80% of the time, a single text is solving uh, noise issues. Mm. And of course, definitely you're, you're talking there, you're referring to some of the bans that uh, Airbnb has implemented after some of the um, incidents that we've seen, some fatal shooting, for example, in Airbnbs and implementing um, some one night bans. Um, yeah, so those, uh, those stories we've already reported on, on short term rentals. Um, yeah, and there's also great services uh, like Autohost and GuardHog that can, can help protect uh, guest screening 
plus noise aware, plus some sort of insurance behind it, you, you can sleep, sleep well at night knowing that you're covered, uh, making sure the bad guests are screened out, the, the good guests that might get a little sideways in, in their actions or activities, uh, noise aware can catch, and then any damage that might happen from uh, kids or stumbling home from the bars or whatever can be covered and protected by uh, the folks at GuardHog. So there are tools nowadays to allow property owners and managers to really rest easy and know that their home uh, is watched after uh, even while they're sleeping. Mm. Um, well, thank you, Michael, for, for joining me on today's Short Term Rentals podcast. Looking forward to uh, seeing you in person, hopefully not in the, in the too distant future as well. I believe Noise Aware is going to be at the, at the Short Stay Summit, for example, in September. Exactly. We'll see you right around the corner. And that's not far away at all. It's been far too long. So, yeah, thank you again for your time and hope you've enjoyed um, yeah, the recording for today's episode. Can't wait. Thanks, Paul, for having me on. Thanks for listening to this week's Short Term Rentals podcast and a big thank you again to Flywire for sponsoring this episode. If you'd like to keep up to date with industry news, head on over to shorttermrentals.com and sign up to our weekly e-newsletters 